Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Sheila Zielinski Show for this Friday, December 28th. We are coming close to the close of 2018, and I want to jump right into the program today because I have a fantastic guest who's going to weigh in on all the craziness that's been going on, and there has been some really weird occurrences, to put it mildly, going on in the last 24 hours. And who better to weigh in on all this weirdness? It is the one and only Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. And by the way, there's a great early bird special going on for the next couple of days. Listen, if you want to get out to the True Legends Conference, September 2019, this coming year's theme is going to be answering the alien question. And boy, how timely is that? Listen, if you go on over there to stevequayle.com, go to the right-hand banner, just click on early bird special. If you sign up by December 31st, you're going to save $25 per ticket. And that really is going to be, I think, the event of 2019. And we're going to talk a little bit about another spring event in April that you don't want to miss. But without further ado, it is Steve Quayle. Welcome to the program, Steve. It is great to have you back on, sir. Well, thank you, Sheila. And we're starting uh, the beginning of this coming year, but the end of December 2018 was some phenomenological, and that's the word I'm using, strange phenomenon happening all over the world. And let's get right into the skies lit up, and they're claiming it on a power transformer, blowing, and it's an eerie glow. But what's more important is happening in the island of Maui, the Hawaiian Islands. It's happening on the West Coast. It's happening in Louisiana, which just happens to be one of the major hubs for one of the telecommunications companies. People were down on their internet all yesterday, and people were having phone problems and cell problems. I think what we need to do, Sheila, is give people a wake-up call. Now, I'm not talking about an EMP. Here's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a selected attack on the grid that can be blamed on anything, but where events can take place beyond the perusal, beyond the seeing or the hearing of the people that are being involved, targeted, or whatever. The ionization of the upper atmosphere has been one of my concerns since I first broke the, and and this is a fact, I broke the chemtrail story two decades ago. The question I posed then is what I think now we're seeing the cause and effect of. What happens when major nations are making war on each other using weather warfare and modification? Yes, it does exist. Weather is a force multiplier. We own the weather 2025. People can go up and look that up. But at the end of the day, we're like a reverb. We're living in a reverb chamber where all of these various signals that are scattered, that are bouncing off, that are deflecting off each other, and couple that in with new weapons, plasma-based weapons, with all the wireless towers and now the coming 5G. By the way, my name for 5G is Pentadeath. P-E-N-T-A, death, Pentadeath. Everything we think, do, and say is being not only recorded, we're being told now that we're going to see broadcast thoughts into our brains and our thoughts being read. So what I think is important for this day is people understand there's two words that I just can't get off my spirit, content and context. We are now living in the time where all of the content is being placed into the context of 
the end times. And Sheila, I want to make a very clear distinction for people because there are people out there writing blogs, and I've corrected a couple of them, I believe rightly so. When Jesus made the statement that no man knows the day nor the hour, not even the angels, except his Father in heaven, that's concerning the second coming specifically. It has nothing to do, and I repeat, nothing to do with the end times, with the exception of all the events that will lead up to the return of Jesus Christ. So I'm seeing people saying, well, no, man, this isn't the end times, this isn't the end of the age. Grow the historic reality up. How's that for being nice? (laughs) The kinder and gentler 2019 Steve. The point being is that for people to make that idiotic statement, they would have to basically dismiss Matthew 24, Luke 21, the book of Revelation, all the prophets in the Old Testament, especially Daniel, Zechariah, everything that God has written is to warn us, because he declares, behold, I am the only one that can declare the end at the beginning. And that's an actual scripture. So the point being is is that we have to put an end to that, and people have got to wake up. Now, you weren't unfortunately able to be a Branson, but I think I was on your show. I kept stating over and over and over that the word normal, after Branson, September 15th, 16th, that everything would change and the word normal would no longer apply. So now, here's the thing. Everything that we've known, we've been blessed for, taking granted, everything from peace, the four horsemen, the apocalypse, and I would encourage everyone to go and read the book of Revelation. I want to make something clear. The book of Revelation is not the book of just bad stuff. It's a revelation that God gave to his servant John, the apostle, on the island of Patmos, concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the revelation of Jesus Christ. And all the scrolls being opened, there's only one worthy to open, if you will, the end-time scenario, and that's Jesus himself. Because he is, when he said, before Abraham was, I am, he was making a very clear statement. So you and I have been tasked, if you will, called, I think is a better word, to try and get people to face the reality and, you know, choose ye this day whom you're going to follow. So we've got the same events happening. We're having them happen in this country in select areas. I put up the article that you sent to me on Louisiana and the eyewitnesses. And did you notice, uh, Sheila, the sounds in the background? Yes, absolutely. And not only the the noise, but the sight. You can actually see clear beams in all of these strange electromagnetic explosions, quote unquote. Of course, this ominous turquoise blue light explosion over New York City. Now, the media was quick to, they're saying, oh, it's just a Con Edison facility in Queens. Nothing to see here. But New York City was ablaze in this eerie pulsing blue light. Now, not only power outages, Steve, but it delayed flights. It sparked a social media storm about, you know, jokes, haha, about an alien invasion. But it caused ground stops at LaGuardia. It impacted subway service. It knocked out the internet. And of course, Cuomo comes on this morning. Oh, nothing to see here. Just electrical failure, quote unquote. Now, interesting, as you alluded to these sparks lighting up the Louisiana sky Thursday morning. Now, did you also notice, Steve, that in both scenarios, I watched the footage and, you know, it's very 
reminisce of the California, these directed energy weapons that started these explosions, the fires. There was internet shortages that were going on all over cities. The 911 service, of course, knocked out in many states. People getting weird text message alerts on their phones. So now, as if that wasn't strange enough, Steve, coupled out with all these mock grid drills, these DARPA and, and DHS and FEMA power grid drills, the cyber attack drills. Is all this just one big coincidence? Yeah, I don't think so, Steve. Something is very, very strange. Well, I think not only strange, but it's the agenda. Now, let me share something. I didn't notice until, you know, moments ago, and as we're recording the show, Sheila, that uh, people are reporting mile-long UFOs, okay? Now, I want to share something with everybody. If you understand how UFOs fly and how they can derive energy from the fields around them, it's called electrogravitics. That's a propulsion system. But in the area of Louisiana, people were stating that they saw something as big as a mile wide. I personally met with a man who's passed away now, gone to glory, that sat me down with a witness. I won't say who the witness is two eyewitnesses. He had us come to Colorado. We flew to Colorado and shared with how advanced the space technology was. And he said, Steve, they have these things and can make them five five miles wide. Now, Mm -hmm. that's beyond most people's ability to embrace. And the way they power them is through an amazing uh, technology that's so advanced that, again, everything you see in rockets and everything else, Sheila, that's just for public consumption. The real stuff exists. You use word directed energy weapon. These ships, and let's just call them base ships, can cloak. That means they can go invisible, they can stay suspended in the air, and they can fire their weapons pretty much at will with so much power that it's the stuff of science fiction movies. And you had sent me a story earlier today specifically concerning the directed energy weapons and the eeriness of the new Spider-Man movie. Do you want to go into that? Because I want to share something. Everything that's out of Hollywood is basically the elite's agenda being thrown out there. And you and I have talked about Satan has to tell the people what he's going to do. And all the people that should be paying attention to this stuff just laugh it off. Go ahead. Yeah, and it's also interesting that they're making a joke on social media about alien invasions. But yes, um, so weird side note, Steve, I was actually researching two movies this week, one on marine spirits, because I think they're really acclimating us for that with Aquaman. But also, I watched Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse for research, as it's all about opening portals, dimensions. So get this, Steve, there's a scene where Spider-Man is fighting this villain, Kingpin. Now, this is the kicker. It looked identical. You could have literally taken that cartoon scene. It was identical to this ominous turquoise light flashing with these weird transformer exploding type lightning. And the kicker was the movie scene is not only in New York in the exact same spot where this electrical lightning transformer explosion happened. Not only is eerily similar, but it's reminiscent of right out of something out of Terminator. I mean, something stinks in Denmark with all this. Well, actually, it stinks throughout the country, and the nationwide century link outage not only is affecting, you know, they say Colorado, you look at their map, and it's the entire East Coast, the West Coast, and through the Mid-America, and even in parts of Alaska. Now, the the question is, and I don't have the answer to this yet, but it, it would be interesting to find out if the New York situation and the Louisiana situation have 
somewhat simultaneously. And for the record, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen personal transformers blow up with lightning, and it's nothing like what we are seeing in yeah. New York or Kenner, Louisiana. What we're seeing is basically, in my opinion, we're seeing the plasma burst from some form of hidden, when I say hidden, I don't mean just that you don't know about it that exists, but this is too freakish and weird. When you ionize the atmosphere and when you're dealing with chemicals, Sheila, we're dealing with aluminum and barium, which, you know, have really deleterious effects on human beings if you look at the material data safety sheets. But what is problematic is we're in a personal lightning storm uh, environment with 5G and all the particulate fallout that's coming from the chemtrail spray. I've always worried, and I'm a worrier, okay? I've always worried about the context of time when the plasma weapons, and if you will, the various forms of electromagnetic and scalar energy and other, you know, let's say black developments in the area of weapons would converge in the perfect non human directed storm. Now remember this, we're told in the Bible, and listen, I want to hopefully provoke Christians to start sticking up for Jesus, speaking up, because we are in the end times. Don't settle for that horse manure, no man knows the day or the hour. Everything's changing, and look at what's happening around the world, and Krakatoa, and you know, uh, I've been warning Krakatoa, Sue Bradley wrote the warning on Krakatoa. Anak means son of, in, like Anak is son, in the Indonesian language, but Anak in the Bible is the king of the giants. And what we were telling people back then, Sheila, was that there's something about Krakatoa exploding. Not What you're seeing now is an eruption. What's going to happen is it's going to explode. And the release of the giants worldwide, because Anak is the root word Anakim, and so that's what Joshua and Caleb saw when they went into the land of the giants. Now, fast forward with me, and you and I have talked about this, the electromagnetic, and I call it terror forming, T-E-R-R-O-R forming versus T-E-R-R-A forming, terraforming, because what I was told about eight years ago when I was dealing with some people that lived in a world that most people cannot even understand, that doesn't make me special. It's just they chose to tell me and to warn the people what was coming of technology so advanced. But one of the generals, a four-star general, told me, he said, Steve, they are terraforming the earth to make it hospitable to the return of the giants. Those are the words. Now, obviously, you know, you take a lot of guff, you take a lot of mocking, ridicule, scorn, but right now, how do you, Sheila, just, I, I know you're, you're thinking about it, if everything that you're seeing in the movies and just the Spider-Man is telling what they're coming, isn't it interesting that all the video games now have gone into the occult, that now they're going after Jesus and Christians, and woe unto them who call evil good and good evil. That's right. This is like the frog in the boiling water. They're completely acclimating us for this return of the ancient godmen. That's what all these occultists were so obsessed with. And this is what they've been doing throughout the ages. It's the return of the Nephilim, the return of the, the Titans, the Olympians. What do you think Atlanteans is all about? And speaking of Cam Charles, because of course that's what these globalist Satanists always also want to do is they want to get rid of a big chunk of the population like good old Mr. Philanthropist himself, Bill Gates, who has a penchant for vaccinating everybody on the planet. What did he just say last week? 
if we don't do something about global warming, hey, it's going to kill us. So he's all in favor of shooting these noxious chemicals in the air to dim the sun. Oh, that's the latest thing in the green agenda. The Agenda 30, by the way, is to shoot particulates. Now, here's what's interesting, Steve. So I was researching barium and aluminum. When you look up element information, the properties on the periodic table, barium is B. A. Barium symbol is BA. So now picture that. Now aluminum is AL. If you put them side by side, you get BAAL, bale. As in all these arches of bale returning. This we're under the spirit of bale right now, folks. But yeah, it spells bale. Isn't that interesting? I thought Wow. That was, yeah. That's astonishing. Uh, I never noticed that. Um, kudos. And look at this, too. Look at the prevalence of giant statuary, whether it's the god Anubis, whether it's the Arch of Baal going across the country. Look, the fallen ones, what did Jesus also say about Lucifer? He saw him fall as lightning. And so when we're seeing the literal annals of Greek mythology, which in my opinion, if you substitute the word fallen angels for the titans, you know, and the giants for the Olympians, then you get the whole thing. And I want to make something clear to everybody. We are now in the return of the portals, if you will. The gates of hell have opened. We've all been talking about that for pretty much more than a decade. And now that it's upon us, it is becoming more flabbergasting and it's also unnerving the people of God. And I, I say this not with any unkindness. When everybody has been told they're going to be out of here in a pre-tribulation rapture before things get tough, I say to you, please, ladies and gentlemen, at least have a back door if you hold that position, which I believe has neutered the entire end-time message. It was Satan's antidote for the reality of the Word of God. And I'm saying this, I know, uh, don't send me all your proof texts because it, you can't do it. I have seen the end of the age, and she, you know, you've heard my testimony. I don't control when God releases stuff that He hid from me only until the days it's going to be released. You remember, you've heard me say that the Lord would release it to me, and I'm telling you this right now. Um, I literally tremble with what I see coming, and, and people say, "Well, tell us what you really know." I won't tell anything until the Lord says it's time. And it's time that the people of God wake up and find out the lateness of the hour. Because when Jesus himself asks, when the Lord returns, will we find faith in the earth? I'm telling you this, that people do not get it. They better get it, because right now, one of the stories I posted on my website, been talking about it for years, you and I have talked about it on the air for years, is the mark of the beast. And when you've got U.S. News and World Report and others, and we've seen the marking of every Chinese person and the Indian underway, and now Venezuela embracing that story, then people have got to understand that Christians will have to make a choice. Now, I know there are those out there who are well-known Christian figures saying, Saying, oh, that's not the mark of the beast because you'll be out of here in a pre-tribulation rapture. That's just a necessary thing. No, no, no. 
But have you ever considered, Sheila, the day, and this is rhetorical, I know you have, that people who are Christians will be so denigrated, if not annihilated, that they will either toe the line or they'll say, you don't have a mortgage anymore, you don't have a job anymore. We're already seeing that with vaccinations. Have you ever taken it to its logical conclusion and putting it into a 20th century context? Well, I just see it as absolute gull contempt for humanity, and that's nothing new for the enemy. And and also total and absolute control over every aspect of, of people's lives. We are racing at mock speed towards a complete Orwellian 1984-style society. Brave New World has nothing on where we're headed. Facial recognition technology. You said Venezuela, the government there is tightening its grip on the, the people's data, their communication, developing that Orwellian biometric ID with that fatherland card. It's not bad enough that we're seeing all this biometric stuff, but now we're steamrolling into the microchip. You and I have warned for years, Steve, that microchips for tracking and identification were coming. Well, look at this Swedish company, Bio hacks. 4,000 people in Switzerland implanted with microchips. You've got about 800 customers using the chip for travel. These sheep are just lining up to be hacked and tracked. You know, when it comes to the church, nothing to see here, Steve. Well, and that's the other thing, too, that is troubling to me. We have the Turks getting ready to go into Syria, and if anybody wants to understand why Erdogan, the president of Turkey, made the statement, there is no such thing as peaceful Islam. The idea that peace and Islam are together only can be best illustrated by those two girls, those two naive, I think they were, what, Swedish girls that were beheaded in Morocco, and the horrid, horrid, and I didn't watch it, I want to make everyone clear that, uh, I won't watch that stuff, I've seen it before, but the idea is, is that there's somehow peaceful Islam. I want everybody, Sheila, to go back and remember the Armenian genocide that the Turks, when they invaded Armenia, they have got to understand it. You're dealing with a man who is on record, President Erdogan, is he wants to be the caliph or the head guy for all of Islam. Yeah. Pray for President Trump, everyone, that God will get someone to him to speak to him, to understand. Because I've seen stories, I don't believe it, I hope it's not true, that General Wesley Clark said that Trump has been blackmailed by Erdogan. Well, here's the deal. Please Please, brethren, pray for our Syrian brethren and the Christians in the Middle East, because they are being wiped out. And Sheila, every pulpit that's silent, may God literally bring those pastors before him before they die, show them the evil fruit, because they're deceiving the sheep, they're setting the sheep up for the slaughter, they're butchering them with their lifestyles, and they're trying to basically keep everyone away from reality, because if the pastors preach the truth, the people would prepare, and guess what? There wouldn't be that much money now for the new Lamborghini for the wife, or, you know, the, the <laughs> fifth jet you need to call your sorry behind around the world. Here's the thing. Pastor Langford laid it out. I don't think people understand the significance of compromise and lukewarmness, and I call that a vomitous indictment against American Christianity. There's so much, Sheila, that's going on that is not spoken about, and this is what breaks my heart. It truly does break my heart, because I go, Lord, what do we care about? Seriously, as a, as a believer, and thank God for Franklin Graham, 
Thank yeah. God for his uh, statements. I don't know of many people on his level of uh, acceptability that are absolutely talking about the evils of Islam. And now what do we have? Two new Islamic princesses in Congress that are shaking everything up. And is it? have you noticed, ladies and gentlemen, that there is no mention of Jesus? Go to the second psalm, you know. The kings of the earth have set themselves against the Lord's anointed, saying we will not have this man Jesus rule over us. No, but they'll certainly embrace Allah. That the Me Too movement embraces Islam with all of, let's just say this, Islam's treatment of women to the point of butchering, uh, adultery, you know, the men commit adultery, the women do, they stone them, and female genital mutilation. Can you explain that to me? Besides deception, I know that, and besides, you know, the agenda, but how do you, as a woman who knows what's going on, as a Bible-believing Christian woman, how do you define that? Now, this is important, ladies and gentlemen, because with all the weird stuff going on in the atmosphere, the weirdest stuff is going on right in front of our eyes, and we're losing our heritage. We're losing our border language, culture, our faith. The Bible says God is angry with the wicked all the day long, and people say, well, you sound like an angry man. I said, take it up with the Lord. I am angry at the sin. Sin is a power destroying the people. What is it as a woman that you see? How can they even embrace this nonsense? Well, it's demonic control is what it is. Mind-blinding spirits. These feminists running around sort of to be crude, but in their vagina hats, Ashley Dudd and this disgusting Madonna and Alyssa Milano and all these liberal lemmings running around for so-called women's rights. And these Muslim women, in their countries, they're forced, Steve, to keep their mouths shut. But here in America, they're free to talk trash about a very country that it hopes changes into a country where they're they're forced to keep their mouth shut. I mean, think about the profound irony in that. And all this endless laundry list of celebrities that are going to tell us what we should think. This mishmash of perverts and, and pedophiles are going to tell us what to think, really? And you know, Steve, when everyone's a pervert, well, then I guess no one is. Well, and, and that's the thing, though, but we are talking about right now the most horrific slaughter of Christians that is to come. Look at the demon rats and the republic rats. They are vermin. They pass laws they don't even read, and they all have an agenda. And with the advent of all of the smart devices, what I would call self-induced uh, suicide devices, Echo and all of the uh, smartphones, smart refrigerators, smart asses. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, that's the press. All of these technological developments are designed to do one thing. They're designed to totally take a person out of reality and look to a machine for its answers. Now, I believe, Sheila, that we're seeing God is so gracious, bless the name of the Lord, to show people that these things are becoming demon infestations and mechanical or electronic manifestations of sentient, dispossessed evil spirits that people are welcoming into their home, and they will control first, destroy latter. This is where all of this is headed. And by the way, the New World Order is nothing more than the rule of Lucifer over planet Earth. Marriage, the transgender situation, the gay issues, everything is designed to attack and mock God's, hey, very first thing he created, 
and that was God's covenant. A man shall leave his wife and, and, and be joined unto his wife. Marriage. Look at the attack on children. Belgium itself is already embracing childhood euthanasia. I think they've killed close to a thousand people already, little kids. And look at the pedophilia. And look at the cover-up. Here's another thing. Can I just unload on this one? Yep, look at the cover-up of Epstein. Look at the cover-up of the Clintons. Look at the cover-up of all of the child sacrifices, all of the child trafficking. I want to say something, too. I don't buy the Q55. 5,000, 60,000 indictments. They may exist on paper, but not one high profile person who's guilty of treason and murder or guilty of any of the other numerous crimes, espionage, has been brought to trial yet. People have to understand that the deep state is an occult construct of supernatural fallen angels and the demonic hordes, and fallen angels are not demons, let's just explain that. A fallen angel is an angelic entity that doesn't die. A demon is a disembodied spirit from the giants, which were the progeny of the fallen angels and earth women having sex. That's where all the myths of the world go to, and that's, you know, the basis of what I write about. But now, Sheila, these entities are controlling technology, and it's all about killing us. That's the bottom line. It's all about killing us, us meaning mankind, and they'll let their uh, cohorts live only until uh, it no longer serves them, and then they'll go after them too. And that's why Jesus said, if he didn't shorten the days for the elect's sake, those who he redeems by the blood of the Lamb and by the resurrection power that only he possesses, that there be no flesh left alive. So we're basically submitting right now to a technology that's supernaturally evil. We're going into a future that there's no going back to what was normal. The context that we're living in right now of the end times, and that's how I guess I would say this, we are living in the context of the end times as the content of the end times accelerates, bringing us to a closer destruction. And I look, you know this too, you've got Christian transhumanists, that's an oxymoron. God created everything and saw that it's good. Anything that man tampers with is bad in the human genomes. I just posted a story today, Sheila, that the Chinese technology has now gotten out of hand and that there are, well, let's just call them xenomorphs in the beginning, that there are people that are going to be mating with other people. In essence, it's Pandora's uh, house of prostitution for the genetic takedown of mankind. So it's all over the place. I know that uh, Cliff High of WebBots and he and I obviously are on opposite sides of the spectrum, but he's already talking about the alien takeover of the planet that's underway. I wish these guys who believed in the alien takeover would just simply see that the fallen angels have been polluting the seed of mankind, that the abductions of UFOs, and by the way, this is where God is leading us for Branson. You know that Branson this year is called Answering the Alien Question, and as we did um, Transhumanism Hybrid Age last year for 2018, look at all the relevance. Now look at the relevance of more disclosure of UFOs, better pictures of UFOs, aliens, people having supernatural, preternatural encounters with everything from, you name it, you know. Uh, in the Little Creatures book, I deal with all the different monsters and all the different things that people are seeing. And people, it's no longer funny ha-ha, it's, oh no, they're here. It's kind of like the statement, we're back. And that's true, because when men quit lifting up the name of Jesus, which was the salt 
that preserved the earth, which was a light placed upon a hill that was not hidden. Look at the difference when men honored God versus when the God is dead movement and there is no honoring of God, and even that that which manifests or claims to be an outward presentation of Christianity and because they don't have any spine. They just go with the flow. Well, I want to tell you something. You go with the flow, and the next thing that's going to flow is you're going to be your blood because these entities don't like you. People don't even believe in spiritual warfare. I'd say this, my guess, I could be wrong, but 90% of Christians who actually believe what the Bible says don't really believe in spiritual warfare beyond an intellectual concept. Well, no, they don't believe in spiritual warfare. They don't believe in demons. Half these churches won't even talk about that. And a lot of churches, actually, I've heard pastors say they don't even believe in the Bible. We're such a cheap knockoff of the original early church that it it's sickening actually you see all these these transgender preachers coming out now it's trendy to be transgender now even if it's in the pulpit you look at that little 11 year old boy that was dressed in drag dancing at this gay bar stevie gets dollar bills thrown at him and it was actually on the morning show i mean this is how i mean debauchery is the the order of the day. And so, you know, we're, we're being told, oh, the children, the children at the border, Steve, but nothing to see here with 11-year-old boys dressing in drag. And yet Pelosi, uh, you got nasty Pelosi and Chuck the Schmuck posted, Steve, this slew of identical anti-Trump tweets as Trump's threatening to just close that whole entire southern border. And yet, you know, I said this, it's kind of interesting. The other day on Twitter, I said, heaven has a wall and extreme vetting. Hell has open borders, Steve. Wow. Uh, wow. I'm going to borrow that one. That's a Sheila Z statement. <laughs> and it's important, ladies and gentlemen, that you understand this, because Jesus basically, Sheila is saying what Jesus said, wide is the road that leads to perdition, but narrow is the gate that leads to eternal life. The thing is, is that we are now seeing children infected with diseases coming into this country. And the whole point of that, everyone, is to overwhelm the medical systems uh, that are currently in place in the United States. So we're not talking about just, you know, a few sick kids. I believe we're dealing with a group of individuals, whether they're children or even adults, that have been intentionally infected, and I called them 10 years ago infectons. Yeah. Infectons. Just imagine this. Is, is, is a disease terrorist that he's not worried about blowing themselves up. People say, oh, they'd never do that. They blow their children up. They will definitely infect them. And, and again, Sheila, there are people on the streets. Our veterans are on the streets in the United States. We have our poor, yet what is never addressed by any of these demonic, cratic entities, and I believe, I think you know this, I believe that God has stripped the veneer off the Democratic Party, yes. and the Republicans are soon to be exposed for the double-dealing rats they are, especially Paul Ratton, Paul Ryan. I, and in my opinion, that guy did more damage to the Republican Party than any single Speaker of the House since the Republicans, or whenever the Republicans had control. So what we're seeing now is we are seeing the ongoing daily headlines of a society that has collapsed. We are collapsing. And again, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to cop out and use the words of Solomon, not a cop out, but refer to them, is if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Yeah. And Sheila, that's what I'm frustrated with more than anything, is that the righteous will identify. And, and here's the deal. There was a James Bond movie called A View to the Kill. 
Remember that? Yeah. And what everyone's doing by sitting, and I'm guilty of it too, waiting for the next thing on the internet is we're watching the demise in real time. But what it does is it makes us, how do I say this, we're viewing the events that are bringing us and leading us up to our own demise, to our own mass murder. If they're doing it around the world, ladies and gentlemen, what do you think is stopping the United States? One thing, guns in the hands of the American citizenry. And you know, Sheila, I'm on record as telling every woman out there that is a Christian woman that it is not wrong to defend yourselves. There is nothing in the Word of God that's wrong about self-defense. People will quote, they who live by the sword die by the sword. Let me give everybody the historic context of that statement. You're not making your living by the sword. You're going to try and keep on living. And thank God there are brave men and women who aren't just going to lay down and say, come cut my head off. On the same note, when you see the Democrats and and the Republican traitors wanting your guns, know this. They who will take your guns will take your life. The same agenda that's destroyed the country is going for the Second Amendment. That's the only thing outside of the grace of God and his individual mercy in our lives and, and his divine purpose and plan. But that's the only thing keeping us alive. And everybody better realize something, that you can't say, oh, I lost in a boating accident on the Missouri River. Wrong. Bang. In essence, the idea is simply this. We are undergoing the most extreme convulsions in every area of our lives. Uh, years ago, I coined a term, and I, I'm not trying to be clever with these terms, but when a term doesn't exist and needs to, that's when I go there. And I came up with the word convulsionomics, economics and convulsion. When you see the most, some of the foremost traders in the world, billionaires saying, we've never seen a market like this. You cannot trade a market like this. Here's the, here's the biggest revelation for Sheila's show. And I don't think anybody's ever said this before on the air, but the reason being Sheila is because it is the fallen angels and their technology that have allowed men to benefit financially up until this point, but now they're destroying. People are being destroyed literally overnight. Now, somebody says, well, that doesn't affect me. Oh, yes, it will. By the way, have you noticed your grocery shelves getting a little thinner? Have you noticed that maybe you can't get stuff as fast as you can? Have you noticed other people around the country making the same statement? Our economy is in a convulsion. And what's interesting about that is convulsion. You know what? There are times you breathe and there are times you hurl or vomit. You know, but you can't control it. We are being played like perpetual puppets on a string by very malevolent creatures. And by the way, I just posted a story just minutes ago. Angela Merkel, nation states must give up sovereignty to the new world order. Oh. Uh, you know, uh, ma'am, would you please go to your eternal bode uh, <laughs> into a nice tour of the earth? In my opinion, they're all telling you this, and remember, Sheila, and and I want to put into context, Albert Pike, whether you believe that his vision for World War III or the statement in the letter purported from Mazzini in the late 1800s, he said the the last war, World War III, would be initiated between the Muslims, or he called them Mohammedans, the Christians, and the Jews, and once they kill each other off, then the pure light of Lucifer will come on the planet. Well, forget about who wrote it if you don't want to believe it, because I get a lot of feedback saying, oh, he didn't write that. Well, somebody sure believes 
believes he did because they're sure following his uh, blueprint and protocol. And by the way, in his book, Morals and Dogma, he makes a statement that the god that they worship is Lucifer, the light bringer. Angela Merkel, isn't she Germany's Hillary? You know, the Dow is set to rise 150 points, roller coaster week. Like, I don't know if the Federal Reserve is intentionally sabotaging this Trump economy. There's just been so many things happening with all this talk with the wall, the government shutdown. Well, you mentioned gun confiscation. We see it now beginning in New Jersey. Door-to-door gun confiscation in New Jersey. What planet are we on? We cannot acquiesce to this gun grab, folks. Shall not infringe. End of topic. Not open for discussion. Because what does disarmament of the people always precede mass death? Take a look at history. Lessons learned. People think that it was just the big three. Stalin, Hitler, Mao. There's many others. Idi Amin, the president of Uganda. This butcher made Hitler look like a choir boy. No one ever talks about Pol Pot, his Cambodian genocide. These are total communist barbarians at the helm. Why do they want to take your gun, Steve? Well, because you won't get on the boxcar willingly. And here's something curious. Well, if we don't take your guns, we'll just release biologicals. Riddle me this, Steve. Why does the CDC own the patents on existing Ebola and related vaccines? Isn't that a little curious? Well, sure. And most people don't know this. You do. You've talked about it. But the CDC, somebody said, uh, rightfully so, Center for Disease Creation is a <laughs> private corporation. Just like the Federal Reserve. Yeah, isn't that interesting? That the is. Federal Reserve, a private corporation. The amount of negative information, actual scientific information on vaccinations, there's no way to describe how much is out there except to say it's voluminous, yet people still go and listen to take a flu shot. No, by the way, here's the best one I've ever heard. Go get the flu shot. But by the way, we know they're not effective, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Maybe better than, what, a shot to the head because you get to live a few more hours, days, or weeks. But the point being is this. We are under attack. This is the end times. There is no pre-tribulation rapture coming to take you out of this. The markets are going to go insane, and I would advise everybody, Sheila, to revisit gold and silver. The world's supplies, I keep in contact with those guys around the world. Uh, If I don't know a guy in Hong Kong, I know a guy in Texas or New York who can get on the phone and call his friend and give me a real-time update. Gold-like power has been transferred from the west to the east. The Chinese have huge gold hoards, and when they are convinced they have it all, they and Russia will have the most gold of any nations in the world. America will be bankrupt. And this is something that most people don't understand. I believe, and uh, we're on the verge of a complete electronic shutdown of all banking, all stock exchanges. I just don't know when, okay? I believe that when people will understand if the government should stay closed and the president sticks to that, then what about food stamps, the electronic benefit transfers? This is, this is it, ladies and gentlemen. They want to come to America. They, the globalists, the illuminists, the Satanists, the fallen angelists, they want to come to America. Global chaos, just like they've generated it all over the world, because remember their motto, Sheila has taught you this, I have taught you this, others have taught you this, order out of chaos. The new world order that Angela Merkel just echoed because she knows she's out, so she's going to put it into perspective. That is what they are trying to do to this country. So resist 
the Islamification of your country. Resist Minimecca and Minneapolis. Resist, resist, resist. And don't be ashamed of the name of Jesus. Because, Sheila, uh, you know, if someone says, your guns won't save you, no, but the power of the blood of the Lamb will and Amen. the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There is no power in the church. There are power in specific prayer warriors and specific, uh, let's just say, this outposts of faith. But until the book of Acts is manifest in our present day, it's only going to get worse, and you mark my words, it's already happening, that the Christians who are in favor of pre-tribulation rapture or have held it, as it becomes more obvious, they're going to turn on those who don't. And then they're going to turn and say, now all of them won't. There are people that believe and, they've st- and they'll stick with it. And I'm not saying that they're evil if they believe that. All I'm saying is that it's going to cause a massive earthquake in that which calls itself the church. You're going to have believers on one side, and you're going to have unbelievers on the other. I'm talking within the church. Yeah, that's really starting, isn't it? The the separation of the sheep from the goats. And that ties into Matthew 24, 9. Then they shall deliver you up to be afflicted and shall kill you. And you'll be hated of all nations for my name's sake. It's like that scripture in Luke 12 there. You know, there will be five in one family divided against each other, three against two and two against three. You can see the body of Christ being split apart. This is like Tom Horn's book, Blood in the Altar, in an age where we're being so deceived. And speaking of this age of deception, that's a really good segue, Steve. I want you to talk about an incredible event coming up in April, Age of Deception. I mean, Pastor Langford is such an anointed man, such a prolific scriptorian. Tell folks about this April event. Well, first of all, the conference that's coming up in Hickory, North Carolina, is very important for people. It's a ministry conference. I told uh, Pastor Langford, I said, the people of God have to come where they can get ministered to. Now, our True Legends conference are for informational purposes, and in the past we've had a service at the end on a Sunday. But what's interesting about Hickory, I believe it's going to be apparent to everybody by April 4th through the 7th. This is a more designed for people to be ministered to and receive ministry from. Uh, my new book is going to be presented Presented there, and and not just there. It'll be up on the web probably by February fifteenth. It's called Jesus: The Premise of the Promise, a very real help in our time of trouble. It's the last book I think I'm writing. Uh, I believe Sheila that things are going to get so tough after the fall of 2019, and I, I don't see personally. I don't see beyond 2019. I'm not saying it's the end of the world, but that's as far as the Lord has given me to see. So the book Jesus: The Premise of the Promise is using the word help, and God gave this to me instantly. I'm not, as everyone knows, I'm not a linear guy, but the Lord has blessed me with a way that he downloads a complete concept and a complete book into my understanding. So help, help is the acronym that each chapter will have, and I believe it's going to bless people. My sense is I want people of the people of God to know that the word help is the greatest prayer said from an honest heart that I know of, four letters, is everlasting presence, his everlasting purity, his everlasting preeminence, his everlasting provision, 
his everlasting protection, his everlasting peace. I go through 10 chapters, and then this will bless people's hearts. This is all scripture and what I've learned the hard way, okay? I guess it's about a little bit of my testimony because I draw in the beginning of it the men of God and the women of God who are so important in my life. The scripture says, know those who labor amongst you. So in essence, this is, I don't think it's necessarily my swan song, but it's about Jesus, because when I got saved, it was Jesus. And I intend when he, he calls me home, it's about Jesus. But people are going to languish without this, and it's the Scripture. The Bible says the entrance of God's Word giveth life. It not only giveth life, but God's Word, he says he esteems it above his name. Yes. So the last chapter is hope. And I was struggling to understand, you know, because again, I didn't get the help by thinking about him. The Lord dropped in my spirit. Because doesn't the scripture say Jesus is our all in all? So every issue of life, and I believe I've covered them, from protection, provision, preeminence, purpose. What's God's ultimate purpose? All that's covered. And the last chapter is called hope. And I want to give this to everybody right now, because I'm telling you the days coming are going to be so dramatically different than anything you've ever known. Hope, and this is what the Lord dropped into my spirit, His, meaning God's, overcoming power every day. Isn't that cool? And it's overcoming. It's the process every day. And it's it's interesting because that's the last chapter. Everything else was a help, you know, and now it's a hope. And I promise you, people will be blessed. The other thing I'm doing, and boy, I don't know when I'm going to get time, but I'll make time in the next three weeks to go into the studio. And this book is going to be available on audio, too, because I want people who are uh, truckers or, or, or salesmen or people that just don't have time to read to be able to listen to it. I would say this, that it's going to be the most unusual book, not the only book like this, because obviously there are thousands, tens of thousands of books written about our Lord, but the thing is, it's a it's a tactical manual for dealing with the days ahead by uplifting, standing up, looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. So I got to tell you, the people that are listening to this and will will hear us help his everlasting presence every day, his overcoming power every day, and that's something that everybody needs to have. Now, getting back to Pastor Langford, Pastor Langford's putting this together, and I agree with Sheila, probably one of the most anointed men of God, but he's going to have some powerful people there that are also men of God that have stood the test of time. They haven't gone flaky, they haven't gone bizarre, they absolutely are uh, the old-timers in preaching the Word of God. And that's important because, you know, the Bible tells us to return to the, remember ye the former years. I want people to remember the America that was. What it is now is not what it always was. Is that a good statement? What I think is critical for people is that they, who want to get ministered, now you'll have to register ahead of time because David's got to sign contracts and everything, but the age of deception, and there's going to be Irvin Baxter there, who's one of the, I mean, the guy's a uh, scriptorium, but the age of deception, we, you and I have heard Pastor Langford say that the Lord keeps telling him, David, preach to my people, see that ye be not deceived. Deception is the order of the day, and we're already seeing that. How do we say we We've seen people, Sheila, that are abandoning every aspect of the faith. So Russ Dizdar is going to be there. Russ is, is an amazing guy. He's probably the smartest guy I know in the world on spiritual warfare. And there's some other, but the, let me just read this. The Age of Deception, the purpose of this conference, and you can register on my website, Steve Quayle on the left, 
The purpose of this conference is to help every believer in understanding Satan's greatest tool, which is deception. Satan will use the power of deception to lure many into apostasy and ultimately into hell. Jesus said in Matthew 24, 4, Take heed that no man deceive you, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Christ, and shall deceive many. Deception is an act or statement which misleads, hides the truth, or promotes a belief, concept, or idea that is not true. It is often done for gain or advantage. The Apostle Paul declared in 2 Corinthians 2, 11, Lest Satan should get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Well, I think a lot of people don't even know of Satan's devices. So, Satan uses deception mainly for distraction and concealment. One deception is revealed. It often leads to feelings of betrayal and distrust between one another. Satan uses deception through communications or omissions that serve to distort or omit the truth. And if you're in that area, and by the way, I started out on talk radio. I think I have the biggest listening audience, even broadcasting out of Colorado, in the North Carolina, South Carolina area. <laughs> so, go on stevequail.com. It's over on the banner and sign. Well, I think people are going to be very blessed by that. Well, Steve, in the waning part of the show, something I am such a huge proponent of, because I get it, folks. Sometimes you think this is doom and gloom, but guess what? There is an answer to all of this mess. It's the the message, the message of the gospel. And you know what, folks? God works through the prayers of his people. And so prayer is just so huge. It's so important. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. Effectual, fervent. Folks, we need to be in prayer. Steve, if you would do us the honor of, well, we're just going to stand in agreement. Lead us in prayer, please, if you would, sir. Sure. Well, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I'm grateful to be able to bring the body that is listening and the members of the body and the new members of the body that are looking for answers in Jesus before you. Lord, you've known since the time I first started on talk radio, God, I've asked you to spare the lives of the listeners. You said, Lord, in your word that none did you lose except the son of perdition. Father, I pray that you cover them all with the blood of Jesus. I pray, God, you give a supernatural release of the gifts of the Holy Spirit as especially discerning of spirits and faith to believe you for miracles. I pray, Lord, that everyone within my voice will be at the right place at the right time, never the wrong place at the wrong time. I rebuke the demonic and satanic attack upon the people of God. You said in your word that we are to resist the devil and he must flee. God, grant a transformational revelation of Jesus. Lord, just as on the Mount of Transfiguration, I ask for a transformational revelation, Lord, for those who have lost hope, that have walked with you for 40, 50 years, never seeing the fulfillment of your word to them maybe five decades ago, for those who are lonely, for the widows, the widowers, Lord God, as you led the children of Israel out of Egypt, Lord, when their money failed, that you will lead the people of God. And Lord, those who are feeble, those who are sick in their body, those who are sick in heart, sick in mind, God, you're the great physician. Lord, everything else without the power of God is just now being set aside because the enemy is showing his power to his adherents. God, the enemy is destroying your planet. You said you will destroy him who destroys the planet. Father, in Jesus' name, I ask that you will grant a supernatural week of revelation that people of God will have the hope 
That hope stands for His overcoming power every day. Your hope in our lives to know that, God, you are with us even unto the end of the age. And, Lord, in Jesus' name, I pray that you'll show us the errors of our ways. Those of us, Lord, who battle sin, who battle habits, that you will break the hold of sin and habits, and that we'll hate it, Lord. We'll hate it more than anything in the world, because we want to walk with you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray that the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, no matter how the stock market goes to hell, Lord, no matter what happens, no matter what, God, you are still on your throne. And when you're asked, how will you deliver your people? You say, as you delivered Daniel in the lion's den, as you delivered Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the king's fire, and as you state in your word in the book of Daniel, they that know their God shall be strong and do exploits. It is not within the strength of man or any of man's even endowments as given to them through you. It is within the power of God, Lord, for our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Everybody seems to spiritualize that, but they don't even take it into account. You may be talking about weapons, too, that are yet to be given to us to fight all the things that are coming against us. Lord, the world would seek to overcome us, but you have overcome the world. So, Lord, you said, be of good cheer. And, God, because we're seated in heavenly places with you, we are seated above and beyond and out of this, even though we have to go through this. I pray you take the veil of false doctrine off of eyes. I pray a reality will settle into the people of God who love you. You know that, Lord. I pray that the Holy Spirit would rise up within your people. And, Lord, I pray again for physical, miraculous intervention in everybody's body who is suffering from any malady in Jesus' name. Lord, I also know in your word you said when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord raises up a standard. That standard has always been Jesus. God, I pray you put liquid steel into the backbones of your people. I pray you put the love of Jesus into the hearts of your people. And I pray you put the power of Pentecost, Lord, with the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit and start showing people people that what a change it makes with one miracle, one word of knowledge, one word of wisdom, a word spoken at the right time, how sweet it is, Lord. Sheila and I agree. We release a blessing, Lord. And Lord, we just know this, that heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Dave. Very powerful prayer. We look forward to your book. And boy, I've seen the front cover. <laughs> it is stunning. It's called Jesus, the Premise of the Promise, subtitled God's Answer for Perilous Times. What an amazing book that's going to be. We look forward to April and we look forward to answering the alien question September 13th to the 15th in Branson, Missouri. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the program today. God bless you. Thank you, Sheila. Thanks, Steve. Folks, that was Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com. It'd be great to see everyone out at the True Legends answering the alien question September 13th to the 15th. Again, get your early bird special. You only got a couple days left to save. Go to stevequayle.com. Folks, 
We have a fantastic show on Monday coming out. You are not going to want to miss that. And if you haven't checked my expose I did on Aquaman with Chris Taylor, he's like Mr. Profundancy on all things comics. He's like read every comic. So that was that added a lot to this Aquaman expose. It's on my YouTube channel. Do not forget to subscribe to my YouTube channel. Follow me on social media. And don't forget to sign up for my free e-newsletter. All that information you can find over there simply by going to www.sheila.media. Have a blessed weekend. We'll see you real soon. Good night and God bless.